Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which can be salty, sweet, Postmates, DoorDash, honey, it could be so many things. It could be to-go, it could just be pizza from Domino's at the end of the day, but hopefully mildly sweet. Hi! Hello! So you guys, today we're talking Life After Lockup, Season 4, Episode 50. I do... I don't. Uh, <laughs> this is the season finale of Life After Lockup. So maybe season five of Love After Lockup will be episode 51. Who knows? Who knows why they do this and they put this us on this roller coaster? So weird. Um, yeah. So in this, I, I'm going to talk about what I think of overall this episode. Um, it wasn't as good as last week's episode. I know. Wow. Right. Uh, way to go out with a f- like thump or way to go out with like a. Yeah, and it was longer, so you would think that they would pack more of a punch, but there was, you know, they had to wrap everybody's story up. I'm going to say that Amber was, Amber's and Puppies was, like, great. Um, I wish we had gotten, like, one last thing from Eric, maybe, but I'm glad, kind of, that we didn't at the same time. Um, And then Brittany and Marcelino, and then, you know, just, like, (sighs) I know. Yeah, yeah. Also, I feel like, you know what, Brittany and Marcelino definitely don't have to be on this uh, show ever again. But I almost was like, why don't you just like at least uh, bring back Brittany's like, you know, boo that like fucked him up in the first place. That's who should have been at the wedding. You know, like they should have had her just like helicopter in. You know what I'm saying? Amanda? Like, yeah. I mean, that is so boring. And I hated the way it all happened. But let's just talk. Let's just go in. So um, who do you want to start with first? Do you have a preference? Let's talk with Sarah and Sean. Because Sarah's mother said something that was so poignant. And I agreed with her wholeheartedly when she said it. Uh, so we start off this episode with Sarah and no makeup. Oh, and you know what? I think that if she gave us a light beat, I think that her natural beauty would be more evident because she didn't look at she didn't look bad at all. And I just said, OK, a little brown liner, a little mascara, some concealer, and she would be good to go. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting. Like, maybe there really should be more, and I'm happy to make some videos on just how to do a naturally pretty beat that is like just airing on the side of natural and just meant to like enhance the slightest. You know what I'm saying? And just, yeah, you know, it's 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 difficult because eyebrows, if they're put on forcefully and aggressively, it just makes the whole beat look forceful and aggressive you know so there's certain things that happen and color choice and i you know and you're right eyeliner can also be that but okay let's go so basically as we know uh instead of this is like this is exactly what Wa talked about okay so first of all on the instagram for life after lockup when they show the clip from last episode of sarah letting her daughter know who her daughter's real hus- uh, husband real dad was in re- uh and they people came in and were like, this was, you know, egregious and and too much. And uh, it was really hard to watch, which I agreed completely. But it's interesting that they were like, well, let's just make that just like a passing, you know, rising climactic, uh, you know, like narrative. And I guess the her boob surgery and getting breast implants is the last episode, which was like, oh, okay. And they tried to make it somewhat dramatic that this entire time Sean has been mulling over these tit implants like it means that he, you know, that she wants to go and leave him because she doesn't, she wants it for someone else. Like, it's so interesting that it became about that being it, which was like the dumbest thing ever. I just, I don't know. I really, I really thought it was so weird. And, uh, and also the one moment we see of Abby just at Kathy's house, I'm like, yeah, I, I thought the same thing when he's like, oh, it feels like all of a sudden you're getting these breast implants because Anthony comes back in the picture. I wrote down, someone told him to say that. Because a producer said, hey, talk to your wife about the breast implants possibly having something to do with Anthony. She turns to him and rolls her eyes. And it's just like, no, 
No, it's not because of that. It's, I have been a small chested, I have been a part of the itty bitty titty committee for all of my life. And I've had two kids and the itty bitty titties are doing a thing I don't want them to do now. So can I get some implants to make me, Sarah, feel better? It has nothing to do with you, Sean. And we find out that he's going to have to then take care of her and take care of the baby, which no one thinks he's going to be able to do. No one. I mean, Kathy doesn't think he's going to be able to do it. It's, it's, it's quite amazing. So he drives over to the mother's house and Sarah has a cigarette because she's stressed out. And she's not supposed to. It was very Angela Deem of her. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they get to the house and Sean's like, I'm not going to go to the house. I'm just going to stand here. And Kathy immediately just reads him. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. is like, she's like the mean girl on campus that's like looking over at him and she's like why is it being a little bitch (laughs) (laughs) with her embroidered jeans i know just like uh kathy i mean she's like if he doesn't get his act together he's she's gonna be he's gonna be seeing a lot of my face around which i was like horrifying listen he's gonna he's gonna get the act together honey you know like even (laughs) if he has to literally have sarah there and be like i'm sorry do i put soap on washcloth then washcloth on baby do i put or do i know is it is it is it do i put soap on baby and then washcloth in the in the sink i like you know he's just like he is he's had six kids you know like what was his um other baby's name other baby mama's name kelly Kelly, I feel like did Kelly watch the scene of him not knowing how to bathe a baby and just be like, have <laughs> I'm happy everyone's seeing it. He's had so, yeah. so many kids, you know, like you know, like he can't. He does. He touched that baby as if he was the uncle that has never, you know, been married, never seen a kid. Just like it's just right, you know. Like it's so that's so wild, Kelly. Like I, I really see you, Kelly. Like this made me see Kelly. <laughs> and she's not even in this season she's not she has yeah. not one we have we haven't seen her and yet this is me really seeing her you know so um shout <laughs> yeah. out shout out um, definitely think- shout out so mom is like uh the mom is like kathy's like yeah i could just punch him in the right in the face and i was like yes kathy we all want to punch him right in the face anybody who sees his dumb face on tv wants to punch him for the way he treated kelly for how he got mixed up in what's her face destiny and how he's over here acting like i'm trying to do everything i can to be the the right guy for everybody in this family and i I just feel like you don't love me like you know he's just so annoying um so anyways to get back to the home she lays down adelaide wants to be on mommy so bad and she can't as chris said sean doesn't know how to bathe her but he he tries to and we see a we see a uh, something of her with her titties out, like not out, but like her boobies in another um, later part of the episode. And I thought they were cute. Why did you put this picture in here? What is this supposed to signify? This is where she said, like, because the other thing that happened. I mean, obviously, yes, it was like supposed to be a narrative from the producers that. She was wanting to leave, you know, Sean for Anthony and not only because of the, you know, Abby, but because he's probably, yes, more attractive and maybe they had this fiery connection. But then, you know, she has this entire monologue where she's basically like, you know, he's the most stable man I've ever had and he's the best I could do and all that stuff, which, by the way, is something that you've said not, I feel like you've said it like two seasons ago of them, just kidding, like one season ago of them. Like you've said that before. It's like, you know, it's kind of a thing that I've just heard. And so I, I brought that pardon for you wa that was yeah you you know she said it (laughs) thank you she said it at her wedding i don't know who she was talking to Mm. she was either talking to kelly or she was talking to the producers but she said that sean is the best that she'd be able to do and was it kelly maybe it was that sounds familiar now yeah i don't recall who she was talking to because she was like someone had just told her sean was a liar and she's like i know he does a lot of dumb stuff he lies a lot but like he's the best i'm gonna get and yeah for her to say that and for me to like see her surroundings and like kind of where she came from, she knows more about her life than I do. So if this situation with Sean makes her feel like, okay, she gets to be a stay-at-home mom after doing, you know, selling drugs to somebody who consequently died and then going to prison and like all this stuff and Sean is the best thing, then I can't fault her. It just sucks that it's Sean. That it isn't somebody else. Um, so she did the best that she could. And I think she stands up for herself enough in this too. She doesn't just let him do whatever. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I agree. You know, so yeah, basically, you know, the just the wrap up, which kind of Wa said is when we see her titties later and they look good, you know, we see her kind of drugged out. And then he like sort of accuses her of like maybe, you know, like already taking pills too much, like getting back into, I don't know, being addicted to something, which I was like, she's just fresh out of surgery. Oh, and back. she's Ooh, sorry. I thought you I, I thought you meant she's he said it in the scene that we saw with no, her titties out. Okay. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I just remembered that part. I just was like, that's so it, it was like a, a dumb part because it's like, wait, you know, she's first of all, high, whatever. She's like literally cloudy or in the clouds that she said. So it's like, don't, there's no need to bring anything up right now because you're on TV and she's like not going to register anyway. She literally is like, Ugh. anyway. So yeah, I did go back because I, I forgot to say that part just annoyed me because I was like, come on. So yeah, titties look great. I'm happy that she's happy. Uh, hope, you know, I'm sure the baby looks completely different now because the baby's like a toddler or like a two-year-old now. Who knows? I hope Abby's doing well. Uh, great. Okay, babe, let's move on to someone else that I just kind of want to get out of the wazy wazies, okay? Mm -hmm. I guess I kind of have three people I want to get out of the way, but let's get uh, these people out of the way. Uh, Lindsay and Blaine, I'm bringing it up. Lindsay and Blaine. Oh, hey, wow, you want to get them out of the way? You didn't like it so much? I mean, Marcelino and Brittany, I would love to get out of the way. And like, who else? Anyways, what is this picture? Let me look I forgot it. about Marcelino and Brittany. What do you mean that? What is that picture? I didn't, I, I just oh. looked at it. I wanted to see what it was. Oh, okay. I thought, sorry. I mean, like, I thought you meant like, you literally was like, why would you put it up there? I'm like, look, what, look why I would put it up there. Okay. So anyway, that would be happening. Sorry for people listening to this because we're talking about something. We're putting pictures on on Patreon. So here is the sitch, the gitch. No, I'm not so, sorry to them. You should be on Patreon. Okay. God bless. Go so um, I, you know, Blaine, uh, Blaine has been, a target of Lindsay's, you know, anger for not getting the house ready. And also for the fact that he feels like he's done good things in his, you know, movement to being, you know, clear of charges and, and clear of his like past response, you know, past obligations for the, for the shit that he did. And so he feels like he's doing good, but he feels like from her, he's getting a lot of negativity and stuff. And at the same time, she's stressed because of money and like they decided to buy a house, which I don't, I don't quite understand that happened. Like, I don't think maybe that was a little too early on. I mean, I'm not quite sure. But basically, he starts going in. He was like, he's like hanging out and she's like, come hang, um, come back to the house. So he's like, okay. And so he comes back to the house. and You forgot the most important part. He's like at a bonfire throwing toilets. I don't know what he was doing either, but we have to say it. So we start off with Blaine. He is outside. It is dusk. He is, he, there's a fire going and he is like throwing trash can, th toilets yeah. and other things into this fire. And it's to lead us to believe that he's like somehow destroying him and Lindsay's home. But I don't think that's what's going on. So then she calls him and cause he's oh. just like, I think I'm about done dealing with, you know, Lindsay and her nonsense. And so we think, oh, okay. He's like standing up for himself. And then she calls and she's like, Hey, what are you doing? And he's like, and then she's like, come over here. And she, he's like, okay. So it's like, so fast. what? Zoom, so zoom. fast, just like so fast. And so it's hilarious because he's acting like he's done with her and he's burning their life apart and he's over it. And no, he's not. Um, then he gets to the home. He gets to their rented space that has all of the bright lights on and just looks like a, a blast from the 80s. Everything in there. And she's like, what have you been doing? And he's like, oh, I've been... And she's like, oh, great. That sounds like nothing. You mm -hmm. haven't been doing anything. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, damn. Yeah, like you just come on. Like I, at this point, I was kind of like, Lindsay, you got to fucking take like, a goddamn chill pill because yeah. you have to like understand where, how you're coming off and it's a nightmare. I mean, no, I mean, come on. Yeah. Also, it's just, you don't need to be on your high horse either. Like I just, you know, everyone's been to prison. Everyone's done shitty shit. So like at the same time, no one here is fucking Kate Middleton telling everyone how to live their life. <laughs> you know, like no one's done it. Right. You know, like then any one of these people on the show, except for maybe Cam's older sister. <laughs> yeah <laughs> who is like I, every time i see her, she like, can tell me yeah, she can yeah, tell yeah. me whatever she wants yeah, yeah yeah um so he then um she then starts going off on him about how she's had to do literally everything and then he breaks it down for us and i wrote some some quotables down oh. he says uh 
he says, I was the one who put food on the table. I was the one who put roof over the head. I was the one who put gas in the car. I was the one who put mold to the lawn. I was the one who put cigarette and vapes in the mouth. <laughs> Do you know how much money that was probably? Because they're probably, first of all, they're probably sucking down at least four disposable blobbity blues a day. They're smoking all day long. So they're smoking. I mean, so that's expensive. You know, that's expensive. He's not wrong. You know, like. Yeah. That is expensive. So Ponytail Lawyer calls him Ugh. right before he gets to the house and tells him that, listen, listen, the court, the, the state government is really proud of you for paying off your restitution, really proud of you for coming down and just like, bloop, bloop, here's my money, here's my money, take it all. And so what I'm going to need is $3,000 to help you get to the rest of the finish line. And I, this man just snake oil and fake promises. This man is a swindler. I cannot tell Wall because the other half of me is like, but did he just, was he supposed to be under how, was he going to, like, at first it was like, you might go to court, you might have to go to prison. And then it was like, oh, just kidding, house arrest. And now he's just like, oh, just kidding, not even house arrest. So I I mean, is this this thing where, get me if I'm wrong, like, if you pay, if you have money, you can like get around the legal system. I don't know exactly what's happening, but it literally just seems like this man's like, give me more money and I, I'll fix it for you. Which, yeah, that sounds absolutely crazy. And I cannot tell if this man is being swindled by the lawyer or by the system, or is this how it always is? Or is this all fake? You know, is this a man, is this long-haired lawyer man, an actor, and the producers have put all of this together because there's nothing really happening between this, this couple. They're like probably very happy. Lindsay looks happy AF. Like besides the fact that she's acting her balls off or whatever, like, I think her life is kind of cushy. And so all of her complaints seem kind of fake. Like she's just trying to like draw straws, you know, because he was there for her in the most crazy way. Like she literally was with a whole other man and he was there for her the entire time. He like, okay. So then we have to bring up a part though, because that, okay. So, so the best part of this, okay. I shouldn't say the best part of the entire season for them happens in this episode okay they've been boring the entire time but basically uh you know after Lindsay and blaine start yelling blaine's like hey and you know i've been doing everything for me and, you know you know and Lindsay's like well you know you i'm doing everything and you're giving all your money to you he's like well yeah because i have to like get my shit cleared so i can do shit for you like this is real bad isn't that so the craziest thing that's the craziest argument for her to have is yeah. why'd you pay off your restitution you could have been helping me with the bills here what so that he can help you with the bills in a better way why would you want to be in debt when you can just pay it all off yeah, it makes no sense for someone who's supposed to be smart. By the way, who like, it's so, when we first got her out, she was like, oh, does this person need it? They weren't paid. I'll just get $700 for this. Da -da 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 -da. Like, you know, like this person seems so different from the person that we like first saw. Yeah. She's and kind I, of regressed. Yeah. And I feel like if she's acting for the cameras, she didn't fill him in on it. And I think he thinks he's fighting for his life. Whereas she's like, I'm just going to push him and push him and push him for these, for these good, this, this sweet Matt Sharp money. <laughs> but I don't know. Cause at the end she acquiesces very quickly, but go back to saying what you were saying was the best part. And I think you were going to talk about how he, um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, so basically, you know, he, and he did, he helped her so much out of prison. Right. And she was with, you know, and like she was with Deontay right when she got off the last time, but she obviously had like a whole other season with someone else and whatever. God bless. So he's like, I need to use my money to get myself clear. You know why? I have no one. Girl, I have no one. I don't have, it's me. I mean, like, I don't have anyone. I don't know what to tell you. And like, you have pretty privilege. You have a pretty P world word privilege you you have that and you've used it and he says it to her and it's probably the most disrespectful thing that i've ever i would assume that he's ever said to her but like from what we've said because he does seem to be like so like somewhat enamored with her almost in a submissive position also because we know that he worked for her and such and definitely in the early uh episodes of him in the first season she was just like bossing him around like left and right you know so all of that bringing us to this moment. So when he says that to her, it's like, <gasps> and also because that is like really mean to say. And 
at the same time, he is fighting for his life. Like he, I don't know why. I don't know. It's just, it's confusing. Yeah. Well, he's like, I'm not sitting in prison, having men sending me things and scamming them out of stuff. And, and you know, I don't have the pretty little face and pretty little P word, like whatever. And I was just like, Ooh, and she was like offended for a minute. And then immediately after that, at least in the editing was like, I don't want to lose Blaine. Okay. I'm sorry. And like hugs him. And then like, that's the end of the, their segment. All right, moving on to Montana Mills and whatever her name is. Yeah, them. So, girl, what really happened? I'm going to say it to you in two sentences, and then Chris can say whatever she wants to say. <laughs> Montana Mills had a show. At the show, <laughs> he proposed to Justine. Period. Chris? Montana Mills had a show. His first show in six years. In Vegas, that his producer slash friend Mocha put on. They show up and it's really completely barren, except for also a gaggle of older white women. And it's the lamest cloud, a crowd in your life for hip a hip hop show you've ever in your mind imagined happening in a Las Vegas like lounge. It's just otherworldly. Only because it's like he's East Coast to me. You're like what? to me, I'm like, why wouldn't your first show be like where you're from, where your fan? I mean, like, doesn't make any sense to me why it's here, where you're from, and why your friends are there or your fans are there. It, it's crazy to me. Okay. It's crazy. And he's like nervous in the very first part. And she has to be like, don't be nervous. Just go out there and just use a stage. Just walk around. And like, when you see what the stage is, it's like the karaoke stage. I mean, it literally looks like, okay. So Justine does call it out for Mocha, which I'm happy about, you know, but that, that he didn't deliver is what I'm trying to say. Uh, the I cannot tell you how the song goes. I've heard it a couple times. I cannot tell you one more moment of the song, how the song goes. But I will just say in this scene, she shows up to the party with like perfect eyeliner. And by the time we see her doing her confessions in the same dress afterward, all her makeup's off. So she's probably been like recording for a hot ass minute. Or they've been making out because they had a little fake scene in between where she talks about her and Mike have sex all the time and that he cannot be stopped and that they make sure that she has on clothing that's easy accessible for her poontang. And unless I'm like, yeah, I agree with you guys and I'm happy for your sex life. Also sounds like mildly jealous. Okay, so, and I am too, I am too. So here, that's all I have for them too. Let's get someone else done that, that you brought up. It's Marcelino and, and uh, Brittany. Brittany, which I... Do I even have, like, I feel like I okay. still don't have a picture for them. Go ahead. I'll do um, that one in five sentences. Marcelino um, this is like, Brittany. name that, sorry, this is like, name that tune. Just like, <laughs> I can do in five beats, you know, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So Marcelino and Brittany get ready for their wedding doing, doing perspective things. Brittany getting ready, Marcelino setting up the beach. One, one sentence. Long sentence. Yeah, there was there was commas in there and there was a semicolon. So yeah, okay. Great. Then the next sentence is Jesus. Jesus Brittany is late for her own wedding and Marcelino is worried. Brittany shows up for her wedding and her mother officiates. Brittany and Marcelino are very very hopeful for the future and he picks her up and can't hold her. They fall. <laughs> mm-hmm. Two months later, Marcelino, uh, two months later, Brittany went into Marcelino's phone and found that he had been cheating. And uh, yeah, no, I like it. Uh, her mom shows up uh, out of the blue. She's excited uh, for this. I'm just going to add that. And then I also say it's cute when Giovanni is like help setting up the beach and he's like, well, what the hell would you guys have done if I was a you absolutely the small pan, a small, small set of hands like me just run around and just like put rocks everywhere. And uh, the third thing I'll say is part of their vows to each other for Marcel. Okay. For, they both say, I see you. 
which is an interesting thing to like kind of like have a th- as a thematic thing thematic thing whatever the thing that he says which is like and until the day that we die when we're so lucky like he says something like until the fortunate day the lucky day when we die and forever our souls are oh yeah put Basically, together he says until the until the lucky day that we both die and we go off into like heaven together like <laughs> then they get to spend their eternity together in heaven um i guess i'll understand like does does marcelino have some kind of like addiction to talking to other women yeah and okay great oh yeah sex addiction so i think that you know i do think that for some men who's ego driven by certain things if they aren't getting it fulfilled and or if they are a narcissist and or if they have an addictive pattern it's just like it is a you know it is a thing like womanly attention new new smells you know i don't know why i said new smells but you can kind of anyway shiny objects new smells so um moving on moving on let's move on to um sorry we have so many do you want to do Puppy and Amber? Or do you want to do No, you Cameron? choose. I've chosen the last three. Oh, okay, you... okay, okay, okay. Great. So let's move Cameron and Eris because I want to like have some little fun in my life, okay? Yeah. Which um, I'm just going to have this be that. So Cameron <laughs> and Eris. Okay, so this is uh, great because I just love Cameron. I love him so much and I, I find him to be engrossing on camera, entertaining, I don't find him to be fake. And sometimes if things are even fake, I still love it. And I don't know why I like it with other, not with, you know, with him and not other people. But then it's like his sisters are, have the same star factor, it factor. Like I could just watch them talk the entire time where I just wouldn't say it about, uh, you know, Derek and his sisters. Like I wouldn't want to watch it all the time. Like I would just like, you know, like I'm just like, huh, you know, like in and out. But like, it's so funny. I, am so into the vibe of this family i'm like what, what i don't know what are your parents like like are they, are they fun too like are they, are they funny and like i don't know i don't know what to tell you about it but basically the sisters come over to his house and we're so excited and one sister is dressed all in white like two piece and the other sister is dressed um like in a um short blazer two-piece suit that is reminiscent of the pattern that j-lo wore in like the versace dress or whatever that they are we love them. So Cameron has this house now in Florida. It's beautiful, really well put together. And he's so happy to put it off or just show it off. I don't know why he has the house. Like, I don't quite understand monetarily how this house happened. Is it heiresses? Is it his? Are they running it? It's just that cheap in Florida. I'm not quite sure how it's come to be, or they just got a, you know, loan from the bank because we're on the show, but God bless. Okay. So now the sisters bring over some Patron and then he starts, he takes drinks of it right away and then they start having this conversation about the fact that he you know like gets turned turned up too much and the fact that he also brings up the fact that Eris isn't there right there because she's going to go get her daughter so they can meet up later and the sisters and him have the final conversation that he threw Eris under the bus last time because he neglected to tell them the you know that yes she was sick also she doesn't want to be around me when I'm drunk and I get drunk a lot. And I was that day and when I came home and I was drunk and it was a whole ass problem. So she's kind of in the right. And they're like, well, so she, you threw her under the bus and he's, he's like, yes. And then they have a conversation with him. We're like, well, then why are you drinking right now? And he's like, well, why'd you bring me over alcohol? They're like, no, common sense would say you check your sister and you tell me what you need as an adult man. He's like, well, common sense is you wouldn't bring over alcohol. And she's like, no what the no and he kind of like takes a shot and then somehow the shot is like a truth serum that kind of like calms him down and he's like you're fucking right not only are you right i will like one up you here's like a really truthful vulnerable vulnerable moment i came home two nights ago i peed in the fucking closet and i didn't want to tell you but it's embarrassing and i'm pissed at myself literally pissed I pissed and I'm now pissed at myself that I did that and I'm like scared and I'm mad and I got to get in front of this, you know? So what would you want to say? That, I mean, that story of peeing in the closet is like wild. Uh, if I were Eris, I would have had to leave him at that point. Like, how do you clean piss out of a, out of a, a closet? Like it's no, I, I no, 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 no. I listen, I, unfortunately, I would be mad at myself if I fell in love with somebody who had such issues that I had to then be do do things like cleaning up piss in the closet. Like I, I just, 
I've been single too long. I have been, I'm too comfortable with being alone to deal with that and not be able to just immediately wash my hands of it and keep it moving, unfortunately. Like I, you know, so for me, Eris is better than me. And number two, he really, really wants credit for doing things that he feels are completely out, outside of the scope of what he was meant to do based on his upbringing. And his siblings, his female siblings don't feel that way. They're like, you keep wanting an award because you just got out of prison. We know you were in prison. And we're telling you to ship up or ship out. And here's the truth. I do agree with him that he's still going through something with having been in prison. And he probably needs therapy more than just the addiction portion of it. He probably needs therapy to kind of understand like how his life got here. I imagine, I don't imagine, and I don't want to put anything negative. I really, really, really hope that they last. But I feel like until he gets some kind of therapy, he's going to run out of, um, opportunities with Eris and at some point she's going to have to choose her and her girls over his shenanigans and I think that you know I don't know Marcelino and Brittany broke up broke up after five years and they were our longest like heroic story of this show so to me it's like five years is the is the max so we'll see if they end up staying together but I mean his sisters are great like they really are and they want him to go back to uh, Ohio so they can watch him because they're like you need to come and be with us but I think Ohio is where he's going to get into the most trouble. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I think that I agree. I also, it's just interesting. Isn't it interesting how there's like a little bit of thematic situations happening between him and chance, you know, in the sense of how alcohol is an easy thing to fall into because a, you are stressed out having come out of prison and then also like then having a bunch of responsibilities and monetary responsibilities. It's, it, it is difficult. So I'm glad, I mean, I hope that they both get help, but yeah. And then also I have this little picture that obviously was taken by like selfie by maybe by looks like probably like uh, Steph, you know, because I think I'm trying to think of like who was sitting opposite her. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. In the scene, but they all go to, uh, meet up finally, Lena, Lena's grandfather, Eris, the sisters, Cameron at this restaurant. And um, Cam does a good thing. He orders a non-alcoholic beverage because one thing he said in the last scene is that he, that Lena has never seen him drunk and uh, he wouldn't want that to happen. And it would be like, ashamed. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, isn't it crazy how he like, try and in an effort to give Lena whatever she wants and do whatever it is that he needs to do for her. When she's like, mm, I asked her strawberry lemonade. He's like, eh! <laughs> I know. Hey! Uh, come over here, sweet. And everyone's like, no, 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 no. The dad's like, uh, he got to stop yelling. <laughs> like, everybody's like, Shh, no, 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 no. So, as much as Cameron is like trying to do the best and probably has, is more eloquent than most people, his manners, they haven't caught up. <laughs> they haven't caught up. You know, it's so funny. I watched that moment happen and I was like, he's highly, re he's a highly reactive person. You know, like he's a, he's a react, he's, he's funny because he like reacts big. Right. You know, and I feel, <laughs> I think I'm the same. <laughs> so like, I relate, I relate to him. Maybe this is why I think that he's like a funny, I think it'd be funny comedically as an actor, but you know, like, and in this moment too, you see him react too much, too big, you know, like too much really necessary, too much. And he, and it's the truth is, He's doing it to himself. He doesn't have to exert that much energy in the moment, but either whether he has anxiety or he's on camera or he wants to write it or he feels like a man by like making sure everything's right or whatever it is. Like you, you see that and it just requires a learned new habit of taking a moment and breath and being like, well, what do, what, you know, like, do I need to scream at someone who's like serving us right now. Like they're going to come back to the table in two seconds. They're bringing other people's drinks. Like the server comes back with other people's drinks. Like if he had waited one second, you know, like three seconds, he would come back and he'd be like, oh, hey, I'm so sorry, ma'am. Thank you. But also can you bring some of the strawberry lemonade? Right? Yeah. And I feel that way about myself all the time. I feel like if I didn't need to make that big of a reaction, if I had grounded myself and trusted that, in due time it would it would be like a chiller situation i don't know this is like yeah. a weird thing micro moment that i was just like yeah 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 no i, I see you i see you <laughs> and it's so funny because i i wonder like in my mind i'm like when you're like oh i hate confrontation i don't like to fight but sometimes your reaction are like 
I imagine that you would be a great fighter. But in those instances, yeah, like in those instances, the way you react sometimes is like <laughs> a fighter of what? Like physical fighter? Yeah, like the, your fight <gasps> or flight feels like. Ugh. I don't know because sometimes your action your reactions are so bad. I imagine if we if like let's say we were out right and somebody were to say something wrong like crazy to you, the way you react to other things would lead me to believe that if someone says something wrong with you, your reaction would be equally as big. But it is never it. It's, it never is. Your reaction about little things is me being like, "Hey," and you're like, <gasps> "What?" And I'm like, "I was just saying, hey." Like it's so weird. <laughs> so like, you think that like someone would just be like you know, hey, fat ass, and I just be like, <laughs> yeah, you just, oh, because wow. your reactions are so big. And I just punched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's what Cameron is. Cameron would be like per that person too. He would, he's a fighter. So it's yeah. so funny that you're like, yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. I would run. But it would have like, hey, Chris, you're like, what happened? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I know, I know. <gasps> uh, I'm just saying, hey, Chris. <laughs> no, that's so true. That is true. <laughs> like, yeah. What is this picture? What? What? You don't like it? Okay, no, girl, just asking what this picture is, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, listen, I got to tone, if I can, for both of us, if we can tone it down in our mind, that's the start. And then What if it's our assuming positive intent? Okay, let me think about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I have to, you know, I have to obviously undo some like trauma that is like, I'm maybe holding viscerally in my body that like reacts in such a way, but we can dive into that. Okay, so what are we talking about? Let her to look up. But you know what? It's the same because we all <laughs> hold trauma in different ways. So anyway, the scene is, uh, you know, the sisters are really like cool to Lena. That's what I want to say. And they're like, uh, you to text us next time, uh, you know, like, and you know, tell us what's up. Basically, Cam takes off a sweater and then reveals to his sisters that he's that uh Eris is pregnant as if as if Eris isn't even I mean Eris is pregnant you know she's been pregnant you know she's beautiful beautiful and pregnant you know but it isn't like a shock <laughs> to anyone not anyone ever but you know God bless. but you can't assume you can't assume I care people might think that I'm pregnant because I carry weight in my belly like I actually look pregnant right now and that's where all the fat is it's just like hanging out in this midsection mm. well, okay so anyway yeah uh basically yeah We'll see what happens. Okay, so moving on. Basically, yeah. Sozy wozies. Moving on. <laughs> Let's move to Amber Puppy. Okay, so Amber Puppy picking up, of course. Amber has called in the recruits, all the peeps, to come to the house and get her the hell out of Dodge because she came home to TC's house and it was a shit show i mean it was a literal shit show i mean shit was on the floor she was like i cannot it wasn't can't but you know she can't, can't do it, do it. can't pick yeah. it anymore and he also had told her like she doesn't want to do that clean up after that plus he was like i'm not attracted to you anymore and like never want to talk about the baby thing and blah 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 so she was like what am i even what am i doing what am i paying bills for his kids to be here to clean like this he's not attracted like what am i getting out of this nah thing so he comes home and for, you know, I think that we also had been sharped that it was going to be immediate <laughs> yelling when he got there, but it was kind of like, Hey, and this conversation starts with kind of him being like having already surrendered, like, yeah, I've been over it, you know, and I get it. And when they start fighting over basically at first and cause puppy and when he gets the puppy and queen, like, we're just gonna <laughs> be wait, in no, the wait. room. Queen was what? not that way. You okay? Yeah, go ahead. Queen is not that way. Queen is, hey, TC, what's up? And he's like, what's up? And she's like, what's up? And Amber's like, can you guys please go in the room? Please, Queen. Please, Queen. Amber, puppy, can you guys go in the room? And Queen's like, okay. Like, she stares TC down like, I want you to know that if anything happens out here, I'm coming out and I'm beating you up. So, um, <laughs> you're right. You're right. I forgot that part. I love yeah. So she like, and, um, she, like she does that. So then T yeah, you're right. They, they do have a calm thing at the beginning and then TC steps to Amber cause they're arguing TC steps to Amber and Amber steps right the fuck back. Like he walks towards her and is like, rah, 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 rah. and she's like, rah, 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 like gets up and then they come out, they separate them. 
and Amber's like hyperventilating and Puppy thinks she's helping. And the whole time, I'm like, shut up, Puppy. She's like, Queen, go get a cigarette. She wants a cigarette, go get a cigarette. And like, pu Queen, yeah, it's just a whole thing. Yeah, this also happened. Two things. I mean, walked in. He, as they're talking, do I know? Did I that's weird. I thought I had a picture of it and now I can't see it. You put a picture of him like this? Crying, but I had a picture of him yawning too. This Where's one. The oh, yeah. Great. So, um, yeah, when he first comes in and she's like, you know, I just got to leave. I, 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 This isn't it. He's just like so lackadaisical or whatever mm -hmm. because he is trying so hard to be a fucking douche and he's mm -hmm. excelling at it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Truly excelling mm -hmm. at it. But then what happens is after they break and talk, he, she comes back and he to the producers is like, I'm I'm fucking shitty show. Should I'm a I'm a shitty person. I just I'm a shitty person. He breaks down and he's like, I cannot feel things. It is too painful to feel things. And once you let one thought of it get in your mind, once you feel one thing, it's obsessive and you won't get rid of it. And that's it's a it's a fucking black hole. So what you're asking me to do is willingly jump into a black hole with you. And the thing is not only have to emotionally help you through this, but then subject myself to mental torture that will not allow me to do anything else in life like work or take care of my children because I cannot process emotion. I am telling you this from what I think his mindset okay. is. I'm not, I know, I know. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. But it feels like that's what he's, that's what he, I feel like that is what his thing is. Yeah. He ends up definitely breaking down and saying that he's sorry that he couldn't be who she needed him to be. And she's like, she looks at him and for a moment there, I think she's going to be like, it's okay, babe. Like, you know, whatever. And she goes, okay, thank you. And I, I think I deserve more than that. And when she said, I think I deserve more than that. I said, Amber's our hero. She is our love after lockup and woman hero to actually say that to someone because yeah. the, 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 na not the natural thing, but the thing that other women do Taylor is that they lean into these men just because they got pregnant by them or because they love them or whatever. Like Amber walked into that house, looked around and was like, no, no. And she, they've argued about the car and the car is in her name. And he's like, you could take me to court. And she's like, I'm not going to court. Like <laughs> he's like, let's go to court. And she's like, no, that's not gonna happen. You're just gonna take that truck out of my name. And like, that's crazy. I would never put my name on a truck for a man to get. Like, if he can't get it on his own, mm -mm. like, yeah. we're, no, we're not married. So it's like that's a different level of commitment that she had with him. So she really jumped in feet first with him. And I don't know if they have roommates or what the hell, or if it's the boys that were that made that mess, but it's crazy that it ended up the way it did. And now, you know, TC's like heartbroken on his own. And she's like, yeah, I got to get out of here. We can still be friends. And at the end, she's like, I actually don't want to be friends. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you? Like, what, yeah. you, what is he going to give you? Like, you already, you know, like, he, and one more person to, like, help you move when you need someone? Like, nah, it's okay. You have enough. Um, Yeah, so I just, like, I love Puppy. I'm sorry, I love Queen, Queenie. And I just, like, want, like, I feel like, you know, she needs, she needs to have her own GoFundMe for, like, what she's done. Like, what she's emotionally and physically given these Doing women. Too. Yeah. All of it. It's so crazy. But she's just so awesome. What a, like, what, like, an amazing soul, you know? good friends yeah, yeah yeah i'm like, happy that I, they all like went to prison together and knew each other in prison so like they have that background that shared background with each other and they're just like holding each other down on the outside trying to be positive trying to like support each other through that hard transition and you know we love to see it girl power and all that shit so i think they could have their own spin-off series i really think like you know like i think that they could because i think that they and i think that they have a you know circle of friends they probably could like populate to bring mm -hmm. in some other personalities mm -hmm. you know yeah i would absolutely i would love to watch it it's like puppy and amber what what would they be called we'll talk about it later okay. uh let's, let's go with our next couple um and that would be chance and taylor right mm -hmm. and then after that we have Mary, uh, monique and derek and then we're done mm -hmm. okay so i i now that i'm thinking about it i was watching this on youtube because my app was acting up and I don't know if I saw the very end of it. The last scene I saw was him in the bed with her with the baby on him, like 
precariously perched on his chest. That's the last scene I saw. So we start off this scene with him at his friend's house and his friends at 1 p.m. And his friend's like, get up. You got to get up. You came over here like crazy last night. You can't do that. So it feels like this is a friend who either has been in prison or saw him through prison, something like that. And that person was trying to help Chance get on the straight and narrow and was like, you can't behave this way. You got to go home to your family. Like you were on one last night. So they go outside and they sit on the porch and this friend is just giving him all the advice ever. And there is a cat just on that man's chest. It's like he's, I mean, he is snuggling and making out with this cat the entire time he's having this conversation. And there was two sides of me where I was like, oh, that cat really loves you. And cats are usually assholes. So I'm happy for you for that. But also at the same time, like, Ugh, stop it. It was like a dog. Wasn't that cat like a dog? You know, it's just, yeah, the cat was trying to get into this man's nook in a way like that reminded me again of me as if I was like, like if I was like straddling some guy's lap and was like making out with him, it'd be the exact same kind of movements. Like, you know, like it just like this, like it was forceful, it was aggressive. Like the cat didn't feel like anyone else was there. The cameras did not make a difference. The cat, honey, like this is what happens every day. This is how it felt like the cat knew he was going to work and he's like, I got to get it in. Like I get it in, you know, like, uh, yeah. This man's like, Chance, you're a fucking asshole and you have such a drinking problem. You're yeah. disgusting. You yeah. know? And so then Chance knows it and then drives, gets to the car, gets to his car, and he's like, hey, baby. And you're like, for a moment, like, is he calling, uh, I don't know, Tawny Taylor? or Taylor or yeah. someone? Nobody's talking to his fucking car. Like, ah, nice to see you again. And, like, drives off. And I guess there's so much water in the back, in the tr- in the um, bed that, like, water splashes out. I don't know if it rained at some Snow point. or rain. Yeah. Like, it was just weird. Yeah, it definitely was weird. Yeah, he like speeds off and fishtails for whatever reason because he's trying to make that left so quick. I'm like, okay, just because the camera's watching you, you're big and bad. Like, okay. Yeah. So he drives to the house, parks, and then calls her and I guess asks if she can come in. Meanwhile, Taylor's like, Chance and Ben, she's like talking or whatever to the camera. And she's like, I basically could do better. I was doing better without him. And I'm like, girl, stick with that. Stick with that. Then he gets there and puts his bar body his unwashed running around rolling in cigarettes and (laughs) bar germs and then hanging out in his friend's house with cat fur all up on her bed and i couldn't pay attention to anything else because i was so disgusted that people will just wallow around in outside germy Half of this that. podcast, half, half half of this podcast is you being like Mark Summers disgusted by people <laughs> either like bringing shoes on it. Yeah, like, you know, I really, this, we should have named this podcast like Cooties. Like, why hates Cooties? The Why Hates Cooties podcast. Okay, so Docu Cooties. Okay. So that, you know, it's funny because we almost did name this uh podcast docu cuties yeah it, it could have been docu cuties yeah i know and it could have been docu docu cooties cooties <laughs> God, we really as we're speeding down the freeway leaving disneyland chris and i were like okay um reality girls reality <laughs> ladies reality 80s it was supposed to remember it was like reality 80s i was like trying to make that work for a second and like reality 80s reality 80s real ladies oh realities. yeah yeah i forgot like the whole that. thing um yeah we were leaving like this one better and then yeah and then chris was like docu cuties docu sweeties and then we asked somebody and somebody said something else and then we choose this <laughs> yeah that's exactly what happens so anyway uh basically he's like you know i'm so sorry and i gotta do better and she's like you're you suck and he's like well you don't get it you don't get it he like goes right back to being like you don't understand my pain because the truth is i got fired she's like we all have stress you fucking egomaniacal narcissist you're not in your own goddamn world where i don't have stress are you insane i'm not stressed i'm not cheating when things happen i don't have to go bury my face in the ball sack of some other dude what's wrong with you he's like he's not some other girl it's like my friend it's like that is a female he's like we never like did anything with her she's a great person with a job or something was, i don't know what the hell he said i just hated it so much and then yeah he brings his son on the, his chest and kind of like lays the baby 
on the chest, on the side. And I don't, the baby can't even really move itself, but I don't think that was comfortable for the baby. It yeah. felt like it was like straining for the neck or whatever. And I, yeah. You're it was just all the like, cigarette smoke. The baby couldn't even relax because he was laying on a chest of cigarette smoke. Like it's gross. And he, yeah, he says I got laid off. And the thing is though, Chris, when you get laid off, mm. it's not your fault. That's not something to hide. A layoff is a natural thing. Blaine got laid off because of the weather. Like not everybody lives in New York City doing mm. construction where it happens all year round. And even then it doesn't happen on some days. Like construction is a job that sometimes it's outside, not indoor. And if you live in places where it slows down, then I'm sorry you didn't plan for that, but just say I got laid off. Because what he says to her is perfectly valid. But he just, that was his reaction to it. Yeah, you know, it'd be smart. It, listen, it's not a dumb thing to diversify in your income. And if he can go from hot, you know, or like normal weather days and construction to then using some of the elements to, you know, further his financial, you know, gains by like shoveling or using that power watcher, fine. But I think at the end of the day, this is someone who does not want to work that well. He doesn't really want to like hustle and get, the, I don't think he is really capable of like following through i think that he self-sabotages all the time i think that's like a huge gambler thing so i think that he does excel if he has to just show up at a job and it's a friend and he clocks in and gets paid but for him to have to hustle and like make side money i just don't think it's going to happen i don't think he has the like business sense to do so but i'm not going to blame him for that he's been in prison the entire time but i think that you know he thinks he should and maybe he's like imposter syndrome or fake to you make it but he 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 didn't do enough of the foundational work mm -hmm. to set himself up for success in many yep. different ways. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, you I wonder what in. would happen. Like, I, I forgot. I wish there was sometimes a tell-all because I really would love to have a scene between him and Cameron. Yeah. Just to see, like, <laughs> if they ever talk. You know, I'm not saying they would be friends. Like, And I don't think they're, this is literally a scene that they were just to ever have a conversation be like, yeah, like it's a lot fucking easier to just fucking drink when you are just so f at, freshly out of prison and not able to deal with it. You know, I think that would be a conversation obviously a lot of people have. But. Yeah, but drinking costs money too. Like that's gambling. Yeah, yeah, gambling does too. Most things do cost money, you know? So it's like you're not doing, yeah, it's like you jump into something where you're like, I don't have any money. It's because you're spending it on like things you don't need to spend it on. <sighs> All right. Uh, next couple, last couple that we are going to talk about is who? I don't remember who it is. Oh, I know Sarah and Monique, but let me just say this about them. So basically oh. I just want to say one more thing. Their, their wrap up yeah. is this, their wrap up is that he gets a job. He's now like, he oh. picks up some more construction work and they're still living together. Oh. So basically nothing has changed. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Except I think they said something like the engagement is off or the engagement is iffy, which it always was. So yeah. it's like, again, nothing has changed. Sorry. That's that Monique and uh, here's Monique and Derek. So, um, you know, Derek calls up Monique and he's like, come hang out with me. And, you know, she, we're supposed to believe that she's even thinking about saying no, as if any part of this was ever going to not happen or whatever. He's like, but, you know, I don't know, Derek. Yeah. I don't know. I'll let you know. Yeah. So he shows up at the spot. She's late. She gets there and she's wearing an outfit that I don't feel is conducive for this weather. And they go, ice, it, the ice skate rink is out. Now I'm not saying it's like snowing and that cold, but she's got on a, dr a dress with her knees out and some high boots. This was, this is his fault. You could like, she's wearing a black leather midi skirt and then she's wearing what looks like camel colored suede boots. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's like outdoors. It's just, you know, it, I how in God's name I mean unless you're just yeah I guess you have to really not think of things or just showed up and he was like ice skating to be to not let someone know that, that yeah they have to dress for the occasion yeah that part's crazy yeah it's like he's never seen her I mean most of the time she's in a dress yes I have seen her in leggings but for the most part when they go out and meet each other I've seen her in a dress and some kind of boots so like mm -hmm. they go there and he's like, come on, let's ice skate. And she's like, I'm not ice skating there. And I'm like, what in the world would make you think that this woman ice skates? Have y'all ever had a conversation about how she loves to ice skate or roller skate? I mean, I just don't think that she would feel comfortable ice skating. 
I agree. And then half of these, like, would he do that to like, is he doing that to make fun of her or make it weird? But like, or is he just so daft? So he's going to be so daft about the fact that she's wearing something obviously inappropriate. And he's going to also be so daft that the activity itself would like probably not be fun for her. He's just that dumb. I think he's that dumb. I think, listen, if you are not big yourself or have never had any friends who are big, then you have no clue. And, and I could say that I was ignorant in the younger year before I had any friends who were whatever. So like, yeah, she just doesn't know. And so, but the fact that when she's like, no, Derek, and he's like, come on. And he can't even like switch it to where to be like, oh shit. Yeah. Like look what she's wearing. She can't do cool ice skates in a skirt. Like a, it's not like a big, it's not like a flowy skirt, honey. It is like a, you know, midi pencil skirt kind of look. Yeah. You know? I cute. went ice skating one time and it was harrowing. Okay. And I know how to roller skate. And rollerblade. It is very slippery. It is not the same. <laughs> I agree. Oh, I'm horrible at it. But I'll tell you this right now. I have never done what he did, which is like they get this like plastic snowman. You can just take the plastic mm-hmm. snowman out and kind of like hug the plastic snowman as mm-hmm. you skate, which I never done. And it looks fabulous. But you watching haven't seen him the, do like, it. They don't have a snowman. They have like that, the thing that you give it to kids. But also, Chris, we're too tall for that. Like he's 5'2", <gasps> right? He's a, he's a child size. So it makes <gasps> sense. We, You and I, we would get that and we'd be too tall for it. <gasps> oh because yeah i know yeah, it's funny when he it is funny looking when he does it like it looks like two friends just like yeah. skating together you know it's like, yeah. it is like <laughs> uh but then so, this is this, this is the other crazy part even if you get on the ice and he's like he'll she'll follow me i'm with the snowman but she'll see how fun it is with me and the snowman even then would you not be like well i went once around and let me just come back out but instead what he does and he stays on the ice and she's outside the rink and he's like Moni, come here. And she's like, let Derek, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever. And she's like, let comes and he's like, she's like, I know. And he's like, get closer. And she's like, let Derek, <laughs> you know, so cool. You know, she can't, she's, uh, she what? can't get nice. Yeah. So then he's like, gets down and he proposes. He proposes, you and know. And she like, loves every fucking moment of it. She yeah. is in La La Land. I, there, she, she loves it so much. And I feel so bad for her. I think uh, that I don't feel bad for them or her. And I'll tell you why. Because during this season, they have been so excited to make as much money off of this as Mm -hmm. possible. Mm -hmm. That I don't even really know or care if they know or care if it's real or whatnot. I think Mm -hmm. that she, Monique, would happily ride this, you know, for the appearance fees for the rest of her life mm-hmm. and i don't blame her you know like do you you know i i i don't know so basically they're in a long distance relationship engagement is what they've said and now there's talk that they already gotten married on social media because they had been like a famous couple on social media like mm-hmm. you know people like them um i also think it's funny side note is talking about rings is that justine's ring is so when she gets her ring she loves it and then mocha's like 18 karat gold and it's just like, it's not, okay, how do I say this? It is not, uh, it, it doesn't like it's make tacky. sense. Sorry, it doesn't make sense for you to be on the show and be at all financially well off. Those yeah. things are not, those are incongruous to each other. You know, yeah. it's like if A, then definitely not B. And I mm-hmm. hate to say it, but it's just like true. Like there's just not a lot of like super rich people on the show, which is fine. Why would there be? But the weird thing is with like rap and hip hop culture, there is such a need to boast about wealth. It's just like part of it, you know, like you. Because people are excited. For the most part, the folks who get into the rap game are poor and they get excited when they get into it. And all of a sudden they have all this game. It's been it's part of rap. It is. You're absolutely correct. It absolutely is part of rap. But the roots of it is because only certain folks start off rich in it you know most people start off poor and so they're happy to flaunt what they have and black people are all about wearing gold and being flashy and like all of that like it is it is a well-known fact i mean my (laughs) i have family members who have gold in their teeth not covered like in between like in a gap it would have like a piece of gold in between there it was like a whole caribbean thing for for a generation Mm. and like it's just about kind of being flashy. Like I wear gold, you know, people get their children jewelry very young and, you know, so 
yeah, it is definitely about that. Sorry, I derailed your whole point. No, I only bring because like I still think about like the car that she drove, like you know, like his car, like that, like Batmobile car, like you know, like and them like looking at this house that's like a you know, and her being like, oh, I can totally afford a one point eight million dollar home, and it's like being like, babes, like no you have so many kids he has so many kids he has no job I, he just told you to quit your job and you're not this is you're this isn't friends money you're getting for being on the show so it's like i don't know how, what anyway so um having said that that's the end of that that's the end of them that's the end of all of them or but not the end of the show because as we know we're just going to be like season four episode Two million one hundred and seventy nine at some point, which is so weird. But okay, you know, I don't have to tell you. But um, I think we get a break. I don't know. I didn't see when the next season episode is going to come out or whatever. But I think we get a little break. Okay, we'll take it. Thank you so much for being on this journey with us. Um, it's been lovely. If you're on Patreon, uh, you've noticed that we're wearing the same thing. So you're welcome. It's like you know what? It's it's Justine. We did a little Justine and Mike tribute. Mm-hmm um so anyway having said that we love you guys so much if you want to follow us follow us on social media i'll tell you exactly how to do it first you open your phone and then you open up instagram and then you type in that weird at sign the letter d o c u s w e e t i e s because at the end of the day we named our podcast docu sweeties even though we could have as we said docu cuties or docu cooties but it's at docu sweeties on instagram at docu sweeties on tiktok and at docu sweeties one because someone else took the uh, fucking rare one on twitter <laughs> which is so crazy at the same time wa tell us uh, more information so if you want to see the visuals of what you were listening to if you want to see our matching outfits you could do so on patreon.com slash docu sweeties patreon.com slash docu sweeties it is ten dollars a month you get the visuals i was just like i said as well as we go live the first monday of the month which is coming up this monday um we're gonna have that good old live tomorrow so we'll talk about our favorite things which i am ready because i have some favorite things um and other stuff last time i was very vulnerable with how i feel um so you would join for that or if you just wanted to like give your girls a little extra something you know to like keep us moving and grooving as we do this bit of business um patreon.com slash docu sweeties ten dollars a month um and maybe if we yeah so thank you guys so much we'll talk to you later Bye. Bye.